Hey everybody, uh, welcome and I hope wherever you are, you are having a, uh, a wonderful Friday. It's a beautiful fall day here in wonderful uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I'm Paul Zak. I am President and CEO of uh, ACC and I wanna thank you again for being here. I also wanna give a shout out and a thank you to, to Priya uh, and, and Nachi for their support. Uh, Internachi for, for this opportunity. And you know, in the end, I just want to add some value to your day, uh, your inspection businesses, and, and actually even to your, to your lives. That's really, and if, and if that happens today in these hour and a half, hour, 40 minutes we have together, then to me, it's a day well spent. Um, it's a pleasure, you know, meeting, you know, through the years. And, and I've been part of the inspection industry, the inspection world for going on two, two decades now. And through that time, I've had a pleasure of meeting and, and knowing and, and as ACC serving thousands of real estate inspectors like yourselves over the years. And you know, we've learned an awful lot through that, being on the front lines with, uh, with our customers and a ton about what makes inspection businesses successful because we've been in that front seat with a lot of great inspection companies. And I wanna share some of that with you today so we're not talking about ACC today. What we are talking about, things that we have learned in almost two decades uh, that I wanna help with you, help provide to you. So hopefully it adds some value for you. Today, actually, I'm gonna make the argument in this, in this class, I'm gonna make the argument that office management is critical, critical to the business growth and success of any inspection company. That's the argument I'm gonna make here today. Furthermore, I'm gonna, I'm gonna also argue that office management is critical for providing consistent and excellent end-to-end -end customer experience, which is, especially these days, a very important key to the success of any inspection business, is that excellent end-to-end -end customer experience. But first, before we get into that, let's, let's get our brains going, let's get mentally sharp. Let's do an exercise to fire up your brain and get running on all cylinders, okay? I think you find this a little bit fun. So to do that, I need you to find the defect in the following picture of this house. Now, this is not a technical course we're taking here, but I just think this is a good way for you to sharpen up your brains. Some of you might've just had a little snack or lunch. Hopefully you're sipping on a cup of coffee and relax for this, but I want you to fire up your brain by taking a look at the picture of this house that's coming up and find the defect. If, see if you can find the defect. It's a tough one. It's gonna take all your technical know-how and experience to spot the defect. Are you ready? Here it goes. Hmm, I wonder what's wrong here. You might've found it, but where it is, is that air conditioning unit? It's not braced correctly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, this is a real house, by the way. And the scary part about this house is it wasn't the only one looking like this in this neighborhood. And about an eighth of a mile to the right of this picture was the ocean. So I'm not really sure this is a house or a houseboat in waiting. So we're all sharp right now. Your mind's been fired up. Your synapses are firing. So okay, now, now that you're all mentally sharp and awake, uh, let's, let's start learning how effective and potent office management can be one of the extreme keys to your business success. You may have never thought of it that way. This is what we have learned in, in two decades. It's a very potent key so a success to a business success is effective and potent office management. 
So let's kind of go through this. So it's no surprise to you that there are several important keys to your business success. And I'm sure you know what some of those are. Here's at least four. One of them, marketing, consistent and solid marketing. And we're going to uh, chat a little bit about marketing as we get further in here. The second one is working on your business. Like we all work in our businesses, right? Getting stuff done. But as business owners, we need to step out every now and then and work on our business. And this is critical to our long-term business success. Taking the time to work on your business as, as the owner. And as a matter of fact, when we get further into this class, I will get very specific about what I mean when I say working on your business. So, so don't worry about that. I'll explain in detail what that means. A third area of your business success, of course, doing inspections, right? That's what we're all leading up to. Can't forget that one, right? Make sure you and your inspectors have your calendars full as much as you can for as much of the time of year you can. But the fourth one, and this is the point I'm driving at today, office management, effective and potent office management. Now you may be surprised that's on the list, but the argument I will make today is how a critical, effective and potent office management is to the success of any inspection company. And it is so, does so by enabling more revenue through more inspections and more add-on services per inspection and more accurate pricing per inspection, which leads to more profitability, faster growth, and even a significant improvement in the quality of the business owner's life, your life. So let's take a peek at what we're gonna to cover today. First of all, I wanna step back and talk about that. I wanna set the stage and the foundation of all this. I, like you, were business owners. So I wanna talk a little bit about business owners and what makes us special, especially when it comes to our time. And I'm really gonna go through an exercise I'm really excited to go through with you because I've done it with hundreds and hundreds of home inspectors through the years. And it's actually calculating what your specific time is worth. That's a great segue to us talking about how do you spend that time wisely? Because when you see how valuable your time is, you're gonna realize, hey, I'm not gonna be wasting any of this stuff. I'm gonna be doing stuff that I love to do, I want to do, and I enjoy doing with my family as well as with my business. Then we're gonna talk about something called the inspection process life cycle. This is a way of looking at the life cycle of an inspection. And as part of that, we're now gonna look at the end-to-end -end customer experience and how important that is and where those customer touch points are for your real estate agents and your home buyers, your clients and your home sellers. That's gonna tie perfectly into the argument I'm going to be making about office management and actually a lot of things that happen behind the scenes for office management that will totally surprise you. Some of you maybe not, but a lot of you will be totally surprised when I give you a glimpse what happens behind the scenes with effective and potent uh, office management. Then it comes right down to, okay, if all this is so important, then who does what and why? So we're gonna talk about responsibilities and who should take on those responsibilities and what should be delegated and maybe what shouldn't. And then we're gonna talk about office management options because some of you may at that point be thinking, okay, what are my options? Uh, I'm kind of seeing the point here. So what options do I have for office management that I haven't considered? So we're gonna talk about those for a few minutes. Then we're gonna finish up with shifting gears to a greater level of success. And that's how we'll wrap up, okay? So let's get right into it. The business owner. Let's get right into the business owner. I'm a business owner, you're a business owner. And you know what? We are a rare and valuable breed. You know, lean over, pat yourself on the back. 
You know why? Here's why you're a rare and valuable breed. First of all, less than 10% of the U.S. working population can say they are a business owner, and that is how they earn their living. Right? Not some weekend warrior that has a little part-time photography business or something like that. I'm talking about people that can say, this is what I do all day, and it's my business, and I own it. Right? Less than 10% of the working population. In the rest of the entire world, that percentage is even less. 10% of the U.S. working So you're, you're in rare air. Rare air. Why are you in such rare air? Well, the reason 90% of the U.S. working population wants to work for somebody else is because they're not willing to take the risk. You and I, we're willing to take the risk, not just in starting the business, but every day we are taking the risk because everything stands on our shoulders, right? So we're taking the risk. Some people can't understand that. I have some friends of mine, and even though I've been doing this for a bazillion years, they still can't understand, Paul, why do you want to run your own, own your own company? That's crazy. I just can't understand this. Don't you feel like you're standing on the edge of a cliff the entire time? Actually, no, I don't. I feel like they're standing on the edge of a cliff because you know what corporations do these days. They cut jobs like crazy. As business owners, we're also willing to make the investment. Yes, investment of our money, but even more importantly, I would say, the investment of our time. We're willing to take that, that investment. We, why? Because we want to drive our career destiny. As much as anyone out there can drive their career destiny, a business owner has a bit more control out of it than others. If you're somebody working, if, if you're one of your friends or relatives or neighbors that are working for another corporation, and they have bosses and bosses and bosses, I don't think they have any control over their career destiny because they could get laid off at any time. It happened to a couple of friends of mine recently, 25, 30 year veterans, top level executives in their corporations, right? So as business owners, we are the top of the chain and we want to drive our own career destiny. And, you know, years ago, it used to be, it used to be that, you know, the major corporations drove the U.S. economy. You know, the General Motors, the, the Microsofts and all that, right? Or AT&Ts. That's not true anymore. Of about five or 10 years ago, it switched. The teetering point happened where now the true backbone of the U.S. economy are businesses like ours. Yeah, we're not billion dollar corporations, but all of us together, we are the backbone of the U.S. economy. We're rare and valuable. So I've always kind of looked at, at us as business owners that there's something about us that makes us want to do what we do, to take that risk, right? That there's something with our DNA, something in our DNA that's different than everybody else out there in the street. Because we're willing to be the entrepreneur, the risk taker, the trailblazer. We want to be independent as we can be. We want to have control over what money we make, not what 2% raise we're going to get from year to year. We want to have control over that. But, and here's where it gets a little challenging. As business owners, every day, I face the temptation, maybe you do too, that a lot of business owners face. And that's to be the do-it-all in the business, the gotta do it all myself type. It's something that I, I struggle with every day. So I'm, I'm right here, I'm out coming clean. I have trouble with this. And I've really worked hard through the years to not be that way, right? Because what happens is when you're a business owner that feels you have to do it all, and you're the gotta do it all myself type, eventually at some point, you're gonna go from healthy stress to unhealthy stress. You're gonna be feel overworked. You're gonna feel like you're a slave to the business. Like, why did I get into this? And then you're gonna be burnt out. And I have stories through the years of, of where I've seen this happen with, a, with owners in all industries, all kinds of industries where this has happened. 
So it's really important as business owners, there's some things that we can do to help with this. First of all is take time to work on our business and not in it. Now this is the second time I've used this phrase. And again, coming up very shortly, I'm gonna tell you exactly what that means. But it's really important that as business owners, we remove ourselves from the hamster wheel of doing inspections every day, doing inspection reports, and step out to be the owner. And again, I'm gonna talk about that again here in a few minutes. It's also really important that we, we recognize that we can't do it all ourselves. In fact, there's some things we don't even enjoy doing, but we do it anyway because we feel we have to. It doesn't have to be that way. We can utilize available support that's out there. Systems, and we'll talk about that in a little while, because all of you using our systems of one form or another, and also partners that can help you. People you can partner with, companies and service providers you can partner with. So we don't feel like we have to do everything ourselves. Because what's been proven through the years, I know I've seen this in my life personally, but I also see this with other business owners, a lot of them inspection company owners, that the results are, grow are faster growth and more business success, and, and frankly, greater personal satisfaction in, in, having our, in running our businesses. So time is money. You know, we've all heard this saying, time is money. Us as business owners, it's especially true because our time is a little bit different than everybody else's. How we spend our time is a little bit different than everybody else's, right? In fact, as business owners, we all have to choose what we spend our time on. And we strive to spend it on what helps our businesses grow and be, and be most profitable, right? Each and every day we have things competing for our time. I do, I'm sure you do too. It just comes with being a business owner. And it's hard sometimes to focus, but as business owners, that's the challenge we accept. Knowing our time is money, our time is valuable. So if I may, at this point, let me ask you two very important questions about your time, okay? Two, two questions. The first one is, as an inspector, you are a professionally trained inspection professional. So as a trained inspection professional, where do you believe your time is best spent? I think that the answer to that one is probably, is probably pretty obvious. As a trained inspection professional, your time is best spent. When you're wearing that hat, your time is best spent in the field doing inspections or having your inspectors in the field do inspections if you have inspectors working for you. Here's the second key question. As an inspection company business owner, now as the business owner, where do you believe your time is best spent? That's an entirely different thing. One is inspection professional in the business. The other one is this business owner working on the business. So where do you think your time is best spent? So with these two questions in mind, let's take a minute here and actually calculate what your time is worth. Are you up for that? Let's calculate what your time is worth. So if you got a pen and paper around, this is, this is really simple. So let's calculate the value of your time. Here's how we do this. It's not, not complicated math, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. You're gonna enjoy this. First one is over the past period of time, six months, 12 months, you know, whatever comes to mind, just think about the inspections that you have done, right? And what the average price of that inspection has been. So rule out condos and townhomes and commercial. It's like, think, I hate to use the word vanilla, but think the vanilla home, right? Whatever is the commonplace 
when you see it on your calendar, you say to yourself, okay, that's neither too simple nor too hard, right? When you think about that, and and because that's the average, we're, we're going to consider that the average of inspections that you do, right? So think about what that is and what the price of that is, right? What do you charge for that? Then the second thing, part of this, uh, this exercise, this equation really, is for those average inspections that now you have in your mind, that vanilla type house, how much time does it take you to do the inspection plus the time you put into writing the report? Then what you do now is you take that average price from the first bullet and you divide into it the average time for that inspection from the second bullet. And that's approximately what your time is worth as a professional home inspector in the field doing inspections. Now the thing is, I've performed this exercise with many hundreds of inspectors and I, I this is one time I really, really miss being in the same room with everybody because all the conferences I've done through the years where I've done this exercise, it's really great to talk to have a lot of interaction in the audience with what numbers people come up with. So I, I'm kind of missing not being together, but hopefully you're scratching this down. You've got a number calculated, right? So let's, so let me show you what I have experienced in doing this exercise with hundreds of inspectors over the last three, four, five years, right? On average, their time and perhaps your time as a home inspector from what you calculated but on average, what I've seen from, from all, all these uh, inspectors I've talked over this over with, the average is $125 to $175 an hour, right? And where that's based on is in talking to tons of inspectors on this average size home, typical inspection prices, roughly the $400 range, amount of times, about two or three hours to do the inspection and the report. They just buy that together, boom, that's where they get the $125 to $175 per hour. Now, I, I've been in some, I, when I was doing this in some classes live, there'd always be some guy in the back of the room that says, hey, mine's $325, at which point everybody pretty much threw something at him. Um, but he did get a little round of applause. Um, maybe his math was wrong. I don't know. Maybe he's pretty lucky. Good for him. But I've also been in some classes where uh, some, 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 somebody didn't say anything. And I remember one in particular where there's a gentleman in the front row and he had his head down and I said, what, what's, what's up? And, and he, you know, he sheepishly said, well, his is $90 an hour. Uh, and like he felt bad about it. So well, what I said to him was, look at, there's a whole, let's get together after this class and let's talk about how we can get that $90 up to this 125, because we, we could do it. It might be your pricing, it might be your services, it might be a whole bunch of things, right? We'll, we'll take care of that. But $90 an hour. I, and I said to him, I want you to go home tonight and I want you to go all to your neighbors and I want you to call your relatives and I want you to ask them what do they get paid per hour. And I bet you none of them are going to say anything close to $90 an hour. It made them smile. So I was pretty good about that. But, and then we did work with them on getting his pricing adjusted. But this is what's come out from hundreds of inspectors review and interviews that I've done. $120, $170 an hour. You may be in that range. You may be above it. You may be a little below it. But believe me, it is a lot of money per hour. So the goal, obviously, has got to be maximizing the time you or your inspectors are doing inspections. And in addition to everything else that leads up to actually generating those inspections, we're gonna talk about this in a minute, but not doing things that are below that pay grade. 
because there's a lot of things you're doing in your business that are below that pay grade. So we got to think differently about that. So let's go back to your valuable time. Let's talk more about your valuable time. Now that we know that what you're worth per hour is the envy of every working stiff out there working for somebody else. But seriously, your time, your time is valuable. So if your time as a, as a home inspector, doing home inspections is worth $125, $175 an hour, then it should logically say it should be spent on those things that generate the greatest, your time should be spent on things that generate the greatest return. For example, things that help you grow your business, maximize your revenue, and just doing what you love to do, why you got into this business in the first place. This is where your valuable time is best spent, achieving your goals. And in our 22 years of serving inspectors only, my experience of serving inspectors only, serving some of the best inspection company owners across the country and even up into Canada, here's where we have learned the three areas, the three areas an inspection company owner should be spending their valuable time. These are the three areas that I've learned the most successful home inspection company owners spend their time. First one is marketing. No surprise there, right? You've all heard, you all know, and you're probably all practicing. Marketing, marketing, marketing. No matter what's going on in your local market, no matter what's going on with the economy, you market, market, market. Whether you're having a barn buster year, you keep marketing. If you're having a not so great year, you just keep marketing. And when you're done marketing, you market some more. As the owner at ACC, I will tell you every year, no matter what year we had, the next year we always spend more on marketing. It's not something that should wait for a rainy day. Market, market, market. So that's no surprise to any of you. This is a top priority of any business owner, let alone an inspection company business owner. The second area we've seen the most successful inspection company owners focus their time is working on their business and not always in it. Now, this is where I promised you that I would get into a little more detail. These are the things that can ensure continued and sustainable growth for your business. I increasing your revenue, taking a good longer view, being strategic, really taking a look at your business from the top down. So let me get through and, and, and give you some specific examples. So here's what I mean by working on your business. First of all, inspecting your price list. So at least once a year, if not more, you should be taking a look at your inspections and what are you pricing your inspections? Well, actually, you can even start by looking at what inspections do you do? You know, do you do, obviously you do full home, townhome, condo, but are you, you know, are you doing multifamily? Are you doing commercial? Um, are you doing um, standalone inspections, like for single items? You know, what, whatever might also fill your calendar with revenue worthy of your time. But also looking at your pricing, like size ranges. Now, there's several different methodologies inspectors use, square footage, uh, bedrooms, bathrooms, uh, purchase price of the home, and then there's some other much less used, uh, really odd ones. But let's use square footage because that, that is most popular throughout, throughout all the country, square footage. And it's easy to illustrate here. So look at your size ranges. You know, you have small homes, medium-sized homes, and large homes. Look at your pricing along that, that way. Now, are your, are your size ranges, they may be too broad. So as a business owner, you should look every now and then and go, okay, 
how am I slicing the square footage ranges? I would argue that if your, if your square footage ranges between your increments of pricing are a thousand square feet, you're way, way, way cheating yourself. It should be at least 500 square foot ranges. It could even be 250 square foot ranges. I've seen some inspection companies do 100 square foot ranges. However you want to slice it finer. The thing is, if you can take a look at the inspections that you've done through the years and you look at the size of those houses, you can actually even calculate how much extra money you could have made if your square footage ranges were sliced a little thinner and not too broad. That, that only takes like a few minutes on an evening to do that, you know, with, 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 or on a weekend while you're taking a break from chores, like, like I do, I step inside and work while I'm eating lunch. It's things to look at that can give you additional revenue without having to do anything else. So look at your size ranges. Um, also take a look at um, um, add-on, you know, the add-on services. For example, um, thermal inspections with the home, mold inspections with the home, things of that nature, uh, sewer scopes, things like that. So take a look and see what it is that perhaps your agents and clients have been asking for that you don't offer yet, that you're thinking, okay, now it's about time I do, or I may lose them to somebody who does. But also take a look, if you do offer those, how is your, how is your pricing? Now I know at, at ACC, one thing we do for our customers is we help them with competitive research to understand what their competitors are charging for all this stuff. So our customers can do a better job of adjusting their price list. But however you get it done, whether you do it or you have somebody help you, inspect your price list. A second example of working on your business is reviewing your services. I mentioned some of these a minute ago, but there's more, right? Um, are you doing pest inspections? Are you doing radon gas testing? Those are some basics. Are you doing sewer scope inspections? Are you doing mold testing? Are you doing uh, uh, infrared inspections? Are you, uh, what about property features? Are you taking a look at, uh, hopefully you're, you're accounting for crawl spaces, like the, the, the foundation type. Are you also taking a look at things like if there's um, outbuildings or in-law suites or built-in barbecue grills? or anything else that adds to the property, which takes you more time that you could inspect because you have the core competency to do it. Pools and spas, lawn sprinklers. I mean, the list goes on. Review those and review your pricing. It might've gotten old through the years and you could bump it up a little bit. That's another example. But this is how you work on the business because every day we're in it all the time. We don't see this stuff. We have to get above it. How about measuring your inspection volume? Taking a look at, here's my inspection volume. Here's where I expect my inspection volume to go. What's that doing my capacity? And when am I going to need, if I want to add inspectors, when should I be doing that? Because you all know that if you're going to add an inspector, you just don't like turn on a faucet and he or she is there. There's months and months and months prior to that of, of finding, interviewing, training, oops, that person didn't work out for whatever reason. Let's get another one. And then you get that person around and then you transition them over so that your agents accept them like they accept you. So measure your inspection volume. Another thing would be is like examining your coverage area. Maybe you have desire to expand your coverage area. Maybe you are in a geographic area where there's some nearby cities of decent population. that's too far of a drive for you or some of your inspectors to do. But if you had a strategic, if you hired an inspector strategically located up there, that could be their territory to expand into. So you, or you may want to contract your territory. 
Maybe you do, maybe, maybe you do an analysis of your inspections over the past year and you see it's really, you know, very concise in your area, then, then don't have a huge area where once or twice a year you're driving an hour outside your range. So there's all those things with your coverage area you even take a look at. So these are just four of many things about working on your business. So I, I promise you I'd get very specific what I meant by on. This is an example of what I mean by on your business. So that's number two. Or first one is marketing. Second one is working on your business. Now here's the third area we have seen the most successful home inspection companies um, be successful through the years. And it's yes, having all that result in doing more inspections at a higher revenue per inspection, right? This results from great marketing and working on your business to make sure you're making the money you deserve to make for the inspections you and your inspectors are, are doing. So now that you're dialed in on where your time is best spent, at least where we believe it's best spent for uh, an inspection company owner, um, then let's take a look at um, some other things that are parts of your business that we haven't even discussed yet, but we need to get to. And that is these all important office management tasks and responsibilities that need to be performed as part of the inspection process of how every inspection follows through the process of it starting, getting done, and then the follow-up. Like these are important tasks. Like for example, handling the lead, the inspection lead that comes in, following up on it, booking it, processing that inspection order, making the arrangements, handling agent to client communications, important things that to one extent or another should be done. And that could be done by you, and I will argue shouldn't be, because it's not a good use of your time. And in our 22 years of serving best home inspection companies out, out there, here, here are some examples of office management tasks that are clearly below the owner's pay grade, below the inspector's pay grade, and actually things that inspectors and inspection company owners hate doing that's best done by others more skilled, willing, and at a much lower cost per hour. So I kind of call it your time not maximized. First of all, answering phone calls. Most of you probably hate answering phone calls because they come in at the worst time. You're, you're on a roof, you're on a ladder, you're in a crawl space. Answering phone calls is not not, not not a fun thing to do all the time. Sometimes, yeah, you're in the mood for it, other times you're not. But then once that, that then there's leads. So, so everything generates a lead. So all the marketing you're doing generates leads, whether it comes in over the phone, email, or increasingly text message leads. So those need to be worked and handled and responded to, right? That's important work that somebody needs to do. You may not enjoy doing it. You may be doing it because you think it, well, it doesn't need to be done. It's not your favorite thing to do, but it's not your time maximized at $125, $175 an hour when you should be doing inspections. There's actual the booking of the inspection. Now by this, I mean finding a date and a time on your calendar or your inspector's calendar, which meets the needs of the agent and client and also works for you. That's the booking of the inspection. Now the next part of it is order preparation. So there's the basic and then there's enhanced. The basic is client name, phone number, email address, property address, property specifications, 
all the features of the property so you can price it out correctly. Then going through all the add-on and services, making sure they understand what those are, getting those booked, all that apply, and make sure they understand why those are important. Then there's the agent information. The agent name, phone number, email address, are they still with the same agency or did they move? Then there's access, how are you gonna get into the property? Then there's payment, letting them know how payment will be handled, letting them know to watch out for a confirmation email come by, figuring out who's gonna be there, who's going to attend the inspection, is the client gonna be there or not? Who's gonna arrange for them to be there at the right time? And if there's a third party service involved, like for example, if you use someone that helps you do the pest inspection, or if you're using a third party for your sewer, sewer scope inspection, coordinating all that so they are there at the right day and right time, and everybody's well coordinated, orchestrating this dance, right? This is all important stuff to be done, but I will argue it's not your time maximized. Well, there's even more. Appointment confirmation calls, you know? How many times have you gotten to an inspection and the person said, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to call you to cancel. So appointment confirmation calls can save you from wasting your time and also allow you to fill that slot so you don't make an unnecessary drive. You could actually have a last minute inspection that could actually pop in there. But there's more to this, handling price shopper callers. And we're gonna talk about this a little bit later and when I get into more of the core of office management or what a good office management does with price shopper callers. But then these take a lot of time, but they are a revenue gold mine. We'll talk about that in a minute. Of course, there's always the disruptive telemarketing calls. So here you are on a roof and your phone goes off and you know how these telemarketers are really good at spoofing. So they can put any phone number on there they want and it looks like a local phone number and you're on the roof. So now you gotta go find the chimney to lean against it because you don't know if this is a home buyer or not. So you gotta answer it. And now when you do, it's, some recorded robo message or somebody trying to sell you a website or anything else and and you did risk your life almost falling off a roof you don't those are disruptive have they should just be tossed out right there's also a lot of good legitimate things that need to be done that are really important for your agents and clients for example you know sending out pre-inspection confirmation emails right so everything's confirmed everybody knows what to expect and where to go and then chasing payment for inspections Right? That's not a good use of your time. Pestering for signed inspection agreements. I'm gambling and betting that a lot of you in this audience are probably using a business management system such as, well, the most popular one is ISN. Well, ISN can do those things for you and you're hopefully using it for that purpose. Sending out the pre-inspection confirmation emails, ch not chasing payment, but making sure payment is made up front and not having to pester for signed inspection agreements because it's sent it out to them automatically and they can't access the report until they actually have that signed agreement back to you. So again, that's what a good business management system does for you. So you're already through that system. Remember earlier we said you can, as business owners, you need to ask for help, not just from people, but systems. So a system like that, like an ISN, is really helping you maximize your time because you never like doing those things manually. Now they're automated. That's a really good example of a best use of your time is using that kind of business management system. So these are some examples of, of office management tasks. Oh, one other thing, complaint calls. How could I forget the most favorite thing you all love to get every day? Hopefully you don't get any of these, but they happen. And you know, most of the times they're misunderstandings that you work out with the home seller, the home buyer, right? right? But who, no one likes picking up the phone, having somebody yelling in the rear, right? So, but it's not, it's not a good use of your time to be the one handling all that, right? So these are some examples of, of office management tasks that are clearly below 
an inspection company owner's pay grade. And inspection company owners and inspectors hate doing. And it's best done by others who are skilled and willing and at a much lower cost per hour. Remember, your cost is $125 to $175 per hour. So this is a great time to wrap up this large bundle of office management tasks, along with the actual inspection itself, and put it into a bigger picture of the life cycle of a typical inspection. And this will help frame our talk from here on out. It's what I call the inspection process life cycle. So then rather looking at a list of tasks like we were just doing, because there's more to the list than just that. So rather than look at a whole bunch of lists, it really hurts the eyes. Let's put it all together in what I call the inspection process life cycle. Now this is one way to look at the you know, total end-to-end -end inspection process for you and your agents and clients. This is what they experience, what we're gonna go over here. It's what they experience, but you know it's also what you experience too. So everybody's experienced in this life cycle. And you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit about this inspection process life cycle. It's not something new, it's always been there. This is just another, I'm just gonna show some schematics that can really lay it out so we have something to, to, to chew on and talk about. But as you know, and if people have talked about through the years, it's more that the inspection process life cycle is more than just doing a great inspection and a report. That's a really important part of the inspection process life cycle. But there's a lot that happens before the inspection on site ever happens. And there's a lot that, that happens after the inspection report is delivered. So we can capture all that in this process life cycle. It's the first call, email, text message, the initial contact. It's the tracking of the lead because sometimes you can't get them on the first call or you email them and they don't yield it back for a day. And you, you, gotta, you can't lose track of those leads because that's a really expensive. So you don't wanna lose track of those. That's an expensive lead. Then there's booking the inspection that we just talked about, the date, the time that works for everybody. Then there's the processing of the order, which is all that information that has to be gotten and all that coordination that has to be done so that everybody knows what's happened, gets to the right place. And you also, the inspector, are prepared because you have all that information. And then yes, it's doing the inspection and the report. And then it's also post-inspection follow-up, which I wanna talk a lot about because it's really important and there's gold to be mined in inspection, post-inspection follow-up. So why is this so important? Why, why, why is this inspection process life cycle and all this stuff so important? Well, first of all, providing an exceptional, from the very beginning to the very end customer experience has become one of the most effective, highly effective ways to increase business. I mean, recognizing and maximizing that the end-to-end -end customer experience that your agents and your clients are going through, this is the new marketing. This is a way to create raving fans. And this applies to companies across all industries, obviously. It's com companies we do business with as consumers, we're very attuned to this. We want a great experience end-to-end. -end. So this applies across all industries, large companies, small companies, but focusing, here today we're gonna focus on providing terrific end-to-end -end customer experience as a home inspection company. Because there's huge benefits to be gained in focusing on this. Now, however, and you and I as consumers are kind of like this too, when we get a great customer experience, a great product, a great service, we want more and more and more, right? We want more. So customers, your customers, are demanding more and more from customer service than they ever have. And 
customers are getting less and less tolerant of a poor end-to-end -end customer experience. I mean, you, 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 you've seen it in our inspection industry. I know I have. I mean, what flew years ago, what was considered acceptable then, doesn't fly anymore. Doesn't even come close to getting off the ground these days. Okay, now to, to illustrate how important all this is. This is why some of this is so important. Research has shown that 70% of buying experiences are based on how the customer feels they are being treated. Yes, this sounds a little touchy-feely, but it, it, we're like this too. When we feel that someone is providing us a good experience, any business we use, any product we use, when we feel we're getting a good experience, we feel good about it, right? 70% of buying experiences are based on how a customer feels. It doesn't mean they're gonna purchase an inferior service or an inferior product. It just says that they, pray, they, they, they place high priority on the end-to-end -end customer experience they get and how that makes them feel in any service that they use. Secondly, research has also shown that 33% of Americans say they'll consider switching companies after just a single instance of poor service. So customers are demanding more and they have less patience for when we fumble the ball. So as business owners, these are things that we have to take to heart in how we run and execute our businesses. Here's a little bit more, more research. This is really good news. 67% of customers say they'd definitely be more willing, they'd be willing to pay more for a great customer experience. I capitalize those two words, pay more. If you can provide, research has shown that 67% of your customers on average will pay you more for your inspection experience, not just the inspection, but the whole experience you provide them. It shows in the price of the inspection, but they're paying for that whole experience. They will pay more. I see priceless increases here. <laughs> That's really great news that people feel this way. Also, 80% of customers say the experience a company provides is just as important as its products and services. Just as important. So in our world, in the inspection world, that basically says you could be the best inspector, provide the best, most thorough inspection, and the best most thorough report. And 80% of your customers will say, well, that's fine and I appreciate that, but what about the rest of the experience? What about the rest of the process that I went through? Can you make that as good? Because if not, as we saw on the prior slide, they have less patience to wanna to go through an experience they don't enjoy. So this is the power of providing a good end-to-end -end customer experience and why the inspection process lifecycle is a way for us to kind of look at it and talk about it. So here it is. So here's a simple way that I've kind of laid out the inspection process lifecycle in an easy graphical way so we can talk about it. So think of, you know, uh, a timed process, like how something starts and it goes through to the end, right? So think of a football game, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, something like that. So this is time. So the first thing that happens in the inspection process lifecycle is that you're out there doing marketing, business development, right? You're reaching out to your agents, you're reaching out to past clients, you know, you're, you're, you're engaging people online, you've got your, your marketing engine running, your digital marketing running, you've got SEO going, you've got, you're doing all that marketing we talked about, right? That is 
home inspection company owner worthy out there doing that marketing, developing business. That's, that's what creates the seeds for leads. Now from that, leads come in with an opportunity to make the sale. So when those leads come in, they need to be handled. And then these are golden nuggets coming in, so they need to be handled, right? Home buyers need to be educated on, on what the process is and what the home inspection is and what all is going on. We'll talk more about that here in a few minutes. Then the inspection needs to be booked. So booking those inspections. So those leads are turned into booked inspections on your or your inspector's calendar. And then also working the upselling of ancillary services to maximize the revenue for that inspection, while at the same time providing the customer with services that are going to give them more education, more information, and make them happier about what they're learning about the home and what you're providing, what your company is providing to them. Because now once that happens, once that inspection is booked, the next stage of the life cycle happens. And this is now the order processing and management. I've hinted a little bit about this, but this is the gathering of the info that complete the inspection booking. Again, all that client information, all that agent information, all that property information, the property specifications, things like the utilities and who's going to be there and when and access to the home on and on, preparing them for the emails that are going to come with the confirmation, with the payment link, with the, with the uh, uh, link to the inspection agreement. All that, all this communicating and coordinating with your agents and clients, and in some cases, your third-party services like a, a pest control company or a sewer scope company. So they are there at the same time. All this coordinating going on, it's like air traffic central. All this stuff has to go on. Now, the next stage of the process, now after that, is ding. This is where you step in, you ride in on your white horse, and you do what you are great at. And that's performing that great inspection. Reviewing everything with the client at the inspection. Providing the inspection report. Here you come in, you're the person, you're the expert, you're the professionally trained inspector. There's the inspection. There's still one more piece to go. And that is now that the inspection is over with, there's several things that are going to happen and can happen that could really benefit your business. There's post-inspection follow-up, right? There's going to be questions, right? So certain percentage of your inspections, your agents or clients are going to call back with questions, questions about the report or they need another copy of the invoice or something, right? They, so there's those things that go on. But then there's also post-inspection marketing opportunities. And I'm going to talk about those here in a little bit. But these kind of tie back in now to the start of that process to generate more inspections. But these are post-marketing opportunities with the agent, with the home buyer, with the home seller. These are opportunities to reach out to people, say thank you, how did we do, et cetera, right? All part of your marketing campaign. So this is the, this is the, this is the inspection process lifecycle in a simple way I like to, like to draw it out. And as it flows along, when it's executed correctly, when it's executed where each one of those blocks are maximized and all the customer touch points in those boxes are maximized, this can create a really, really positive beginning to end customer experience. And what that ends up with, it ends up with a delighted customer, your delighted agent and your delighted client. From initial contact to post-inspection follow-up call and every step in between. If you place exceptional customer service at the forefront of every customer touch point, you'll build, you'll build a lasting business with a healthy bottom line, 
you're, you're revenue and profitably healthy. You'll have a competitive edge that's hard to beat with your local competitors. They'll be hard to beat you. And your agents and clients will always come back. They're going to come back for more and they will highly refer you, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll highly refer you and your company to others. This is what we have seen happen over and over through the years when this process is maximized. Every customer touch point is provided exceptional customer service. But it's a balance. I mean, to achieve that kind of success, it's a balance. You got to find a balance. I mean, maximizing your time as an inspector and the business owner means remembering where your time is best spent and where it's not best spent and actually maybe holding you back. We'll get into that in a little bit here too, but looking at where your time is best spent. Because in this balance, a pride tried to provide good, great end-to-end -end customer service, the parts that you shine at, the marketing, the business development, the performing the inspection, that's at a hundred plus dollars an hour. That's what your time is worth. So if you're truly maximizing your time, the areas you should be focusing on are marketing, working on your business, and performing inspections. That's the balance where your time should be spent. On the other hand, all these, this multitude of, of critical office management tasks that are very important to this life cycle, this what your agents and clients are experiencing as they go through this process, they're really, really important. That's the other part of the balance. And they, 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 they can be managed both cost-effectively and, and, and efficiently. So let's talk more about what goes into effective and efficient office management, okay? And we're gonna do that by, I'm gonna take you behind the scenes. So here's some things about office management that's probably gonna surprise you. Now office management and office management tasks when done well and ensuring this great end-to-end -end customer experience is always a positive one can be extremely challenging, right? There are demands that extend beyond what meets the eye. Phone calls not a phone call, an email is not an email. Booking an inspection is not as easy as it seems, right? If you wanna go see your dentist for your regular cleaning, you call up and say, hey, you know, this is Paul, how about nine o'clock Friday for my cleaning? Okay, bye, boom. Booking an inspection is in an entirely different planet, okay? So uh, the tip of the iceberg, what, what we all think office management is, what the typical person in the street thinks office management is for an inspection company, it's only the tip of the iceberg. And what's that general rule? The, what you see on the surface, it's 10 times larger underneath. That's what we're gonna get into. And so let's look behind the scenes. And we're gonna base this, again, where all this comes from is our 20 years of, 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 of inspection company office management. What we've learned, what we've seen, and, and how all these tasks have to be done. Now. Let's start with the beginning of the life cycle uh, a process for when it comes to office management, right? So the first part of the life cycle was business development and marketing. The next stage of it where office management really kicks in is lead and sales management. This is where office management begins to kick in. This is the start of office management in the inspection process life cycle. You know, now, you know, and, and you know this too, now more than ever, Every lead can, that can turn into a potential customer is super critical. Everything, because they all have a price tag on them, right? Not just what you paid to generate that lead, but what that lead could bring to your company in revenue. But turning that lead into a customer 
and ensuring that their experience is outstanding from start to finish, it's getting harder than ever. Again, what used to fly years ago does not fly right now. It doesn't even get off the ground. It's harder than ever to ensure that great customer experience as your clients and agents go through the process. For example, here's a little tidbit for you. You may know this, but if not, on average, one out of three incoming phone calls is a, legi a lead, a legitimate inspection booking opportunity. One out of three calls. What are the other two? The other two out of three calls are, oh, message calls, so it's nothing urgent, right? Or, hey, I need another copy of the invoice, or I got a question about the inspection you did for me last week, yada, yada. Um, there's also um, question calls like, hey, I got the contractor here looking at the electrical panel. We don't understand what, what you said. You know, those calls keep coming in. And then the annoying telemarketing calls and junk calls. And actually now that's also becoming text messages. Just a few minutes ago, I got three text messages. One from my lovely wife, two from people because it's political season. And I got on somebody's list. Anyway, these two out of three incoming calls that are not legitimate booking leads, that takes time. Someone's got to answer them, disposition, disposition them, deal with them. If they're telemarketing and junk, that's easy. But other ones are, 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 are legitimate technical calls where the message needs to be gotten and given to you, but two out of three of calls are not inspection booking opportunities. But you know, good office management, they'll take care of that for you. So it takes a lot of time. Whose time? Yours? Mm. Good office management will do that for you. Uh, another part of leads and sales management. You know, this is age old proven data that as much as 85% of callers who can't reach a company on the first try will not call back. And 75% of those same callers will not leave a voicemail. And I know if we were in the same room, like when I've talked about this with in rooms of inspectors before, our heads would be nodding because we know what happens. They go to the other company. They call the next company on the list. So this means being available. Being available when you're on a roof, when you're on a ladder, when you're in a crawl space, when you're in front of best agents, probably not. Not a good time for this stuff to happen. But good office management will take care of that for you. Here's another part of lead sales management. And that is research has shown companies who act fast on leads, companies who contact leads within an hour. So let's say you have a email lead come in, a text message lead or something come in off of Yelp or ANSI's list or home, well, home advisors, all other story, but any of those. Companies who contact leads within an hour are seven times more likely to qualify a lead than a company who contacts a lead just an hour later. So what this means, it means, it means speed. It means consistent lead follow-up is important. I mean, can you consistently have that speed? That's quite a challenge. It's a quite a large challenge when you're trying to do all the other responsibilities of an inspector and a home inspection company owner. Good office management will do that for you. One last thing on leads and sales management. I promise you I talked to you a little about shopper callers. This is some hidden gold in your business. 
And you may be handling shopper callers. You may have the mechanism and the support in place to handle shopper callers. If not, I would encourage you to do so because up in our experience, up to 20% of an average inspection company's callers are what we call shopper callers. I think you probably know what I'm talking about. The first thing they ask for is what do you charge or what does it cost? Because they think it's all about the number, the price, when really you and I know there's a lot more that goes into it, right? Like quality and value. But these folks have to be trained, they have to be educated. But if you can take the time and the patience it takes to educate a price shopper and convert them into a booking, your average revenue will jump 10%. You don't have to do any additional marketing, you don't have to do anything else. All you gotta do is spend a little bit of time and patience on educating price shoppers and your revenue will jump 10%. Like for example, use the rule of three. People can understand three. If you look at a lot of advertising that you and I are pounded with every day on, on the internet, on television, everywhere else, you'll see the rule of three. They'll only mention no more than three things. So one of the things we do here at ACC is we educate price shoppers by teaching them about the inspection. Not in your technical talk, but in a way in which they will understand that there's three major pieces to this inspection. And we describe what these are. So they understand, wow, that's a lot of value. That's a lot of value I'm getting for my dollar, right? That's one thing to do. Take, you gotta take the time to educate them. Most home buyers, especially price shoppers, have no idea what goes into home inspection. It's scary to think what they believe a home inspection is. That's why they wanna go to the cheap guy because no one's taking the time to educate them. But if you do, 10% revenue boost. The other thing to do is also talk to them about other things about the inspection they don't understand. Like for example, the actual time you'll be on site. Most, home, most price shoppers and most home buyers who haven't had an inspection in years don't realize how long it takes. They're thinking a half an hour. You're gonna be telling them I'll be there two, three hours or whatever, depending on the size of the house. And that you would love to have them there to do a summer review at the end so you can tell them verbally everything about the house so they'll know it right then and there. That's value. And that also there's a full comprehensive report they're gonna get that's gonna blow their mind away with all the hundreds of digital photos that you take and the points you put in there with all arrows pointing to all the defects, boom. When someone educates them on that, they begin to see the value. And then there's also the quality, the quality of the individual, you, your inspectors, your experience, your certifications, everything that makes you the, the quality inspe home inspector that you or your inspectors are. That delivers the, the quality person that's gonna deliver the value. So at ACC, we always teach our folks, price of the inspection equals value provided by the inspection plus the quality of the home inspector so that we can take these price shoppers and get that extra 10% bump in revenue that's sitting out there. Okay, so now once the lead and sales have been booked, now other things about office management that's kind of like this iceberg under, you know, the, the, underneath the water is this whole schedule management and optimization. I mean, this is a whole art and science in itself, right? So, why is this important? Well, I mean, there's revenue at stake here. Like accurate property specs yield more accurate pricing. You know, getting what you were worth and fairly pricing your inspections, right? So having online access to real-time information can provide that can provide that so your inspections are more, more truly priced for what you are worth. Property size, age, foundation type, additional features to the home, all of that stuff. 
Also, schedule management optimization also greatly reduces any surprises for you when you get to the property, right? Let's say they never told you about that outbuilding in the back. Well, online listings, property information online, a lot of times point those things out, right? So there's no fewer surprises when you get on, 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 on site and you get a more fairly priced inspection, right? And all these things when done up front can show that home buyer that they're getting a great customer experience. The pricing is handled smoothly. It's an efficient scheduling process and it shows them they have chosen a professional inspection company. That's how they feel. Now that they're having that feeling, which the percentage of time we saw earlier is gonna want them to come back and use you again and highly refer you to others. Now, the other part of this, the other hidden gem here is that schedule management optimization also optimizes you and your inspector's calendar. Drive times, distances, time in the field, right? You drive enough, you spend enough on gas, you spend enough time running around. How about we optimize that? Good office management can do that for you, as well as make sure you're getting accurate prices for your inspections, that the client is being educated on everything that's available to them. And when you get there, there's fewer surprises. Um, I, I order, order pro now we go to order processing. Now this is all the, this, this, this is amazing, right? A lot of work goes into order processing. And you know, the fact is, if every inspection booking required only the initial call, to, to complete it, complete the booking and the order processing and all this, just that first call, we at ACC would probably need half of the fine people that we employ because half of everybody around here is doing all of this. Extra four to six, sometimes 10 calls, emails, text messages to, to homeowners, home buyers, agents to get all this information together to coordinate everything that's going on to do a double check to make sure that everything is right, including the all important reschedules that have to be handled and all that, all this stuff that takes a ton of time. Time that you may hate spending, but you know, good office management will do that for you. Online orders. This is another golden opportunity. We can't forget about online orders. I've talked to so many inspectors that say, oh, it's an online order. I don't need to do anything with it. That's when I say, let's go get a cup of coffee. I need to talk to you. Online orders need to be followed up on. Why? Great customer service and an excellent end-to-end -end customer experience. Of course, digital is great. Human-to-human -human is even better, right? Plus, it's also the chance for additional revenue. Like, so when you get an online order, good office management is gonna call them up and confirm that online order, leading off with a thank you but they're gonna confirm it, make sure somebody didn't click a box they didn't mean to do, right? Then they click, click a date and a time they didn't really mean. Confirming it. Then getting the additional information that's needed so you and your inspectors have everything you need and there's no surprises. But then also, here's the revenue opportunity, offering upselling of important and applicable add-ons ancillary services, right? A lot of times when people are booking online, there's no one there whispering in their ear saying, you really should do a pest inspection. You really should do a radon gas test. Radon is a problem in that area. You really should have that sewer line scope. No one's explaining that to them. So if you don't follow up on the order to have an opportunity to do that, then there's revenue that's lost. And then of course, there's actually, thank you. We got everything ready to go for next Tuesday at nine o'clock. Thank you so much. You know, all of that adds to a great end-to-end -end customer experience. You know, good office management, We'll do that for you.
Then there's communication. There's a lot of communication that has to go on here, right? It's like throwing a big party and you want everybody to come to the right place, bring the right stuff. So there's live person communications versus coordinating and communication through business management systems. And what we've learned at, at ACC, both is great. You know, and many times it's almost like being an air traffic controller at a major airport, making sure all the parties know where they need to be and when and what needs to be done by them prior to the inspection, as well as at the inspection, setting expectations, et cetera. So you could be tempted to leave this entirely up to your business management system, like ISN, for example. I mean, to leave it all up to there. And that, they do a great job at it, no doubt about it but you'd be missing a golden opportunity to ensure great customer service and an excellent end-to-end -end customer experience for your agents and clients. Nothing beats the human touch, the human-to-human -human factor to make you look good before you even ever get on site, to make you and your company look good before you even get on site, as well as reduce the chances of a miscommunication ruining everyone's day, right? We all like things to go like, kind of like a, uh, like a, like a finely tuned military drill, boom, 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 right? Everything goes really well. Good office management can do that for you. Now, after the inspection, when I talked about there's, there's opportunity here, right? So most inspections have follow-up questions about the inspection. Some of them, a lot of them do, right? Sometimes it's a simple, can I have another copy of the invoice? Can I have another copy of the report, right? Other ones are questions. Like I have a question about this. I don't understand what this means. The contractor doesn't know what to do, right? So now once the inspection is done and the report is delivered, there's a major opportunity to impress your clients and agents by further enhancing their end-to-end -end customer experience by making sure their follow-up questions are handled quickly, crisply, right? No waiting, get it done, right? Great customer experience is always defined by timely and accurate response and follow-up, right? You may have difficulty doing this on your own. Good office management will do that for you. Then, as I said earlier, there's, there's, a, there's a golden opportunity here with post-inspection marketing. This is a good complement to the marketing you're already doing, right? Uh, for example, after the inspection, it's a perfect time to follow up the client and the agent with a thank you call or even handwritten thank you notes. I mean, these are things we offer at ACC. We see how they work. These are golden, right? You call up a real estate agent, thank you for your inspection. You call up a homeowner, thank you for your inspection. How did we do for you? Any questions you have? And we appreciate your referrals. That ties in really nicely with the ongoing marketing you have going on. Handwritten notes, Years ago, that was considered, no, he does that anymore. Everybody does that, everybody sends an email. Nowadays, handwritten notes are golden because the real estate agent, the home buyer get this and they say, wow, they took the time to write this, put a stamp on it and send it to me. Shows sincerity, adds to that great end-to-end -end customer experience with a nice exclamation point at the end. But they gotta be done timely. I mean, you know, can't, it does, it's not the same effect if you send it to the client two months later. They need to be done timely and consistently, right? All more things to head to your plate, right? But good office management will do that for you, All right? So that was a brief look behind the scenes. Below the tip of the iceberg, add a lot of the time and effort that should go into office management tasks. Time that's been spent will improve your revenue, your growth, reduce errors, improve efficiencies, make you more prepared for each inspection, 
show your agents and clients how much you appreciate their business, on and on. But now let's circle back to the inspection process lifecycle and how effective office management can seriously boost your company, All right? So successfully managing the entire inspection process lifecycle is, is really challenging at best, right? It, it also varies, you know, for each of your inspection companies. All, all of you may not do everything on that list the same, but you're doing those steps, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But the rewards are, are exceptional, right? With your customers being delighted, your agents and clients wanting to come back for more and highly referring you, right? Now, but as we talked about, it's a balance. At $100 plus an hour, um, your time is, is truly maximized on those two portions of the process where it is worthy of your pay grade, business development and marketing, and actually performing the inspection, right? With the other stuff, the other part of the balance, the other parts of the process, these incredibly important office management tasks that when done correctly, provide a great experience for agents and clients, and they can be managed both cost-effectively and efficiently, right? But it, how do you do this? Who? You know, so like if it's you, well, why not? You might say, so why, why not? You might be asking, so why not? Why should I be doing these things, Paul? I mean, I, I can handle all that. Well, I want to go back to again about cost effectiveness. If you could do those things versus doing another inspection, which would you choose? I think doing an inspection at 100 plus dollars an hour, it'd be very tempting to want to spend your time there. And that's actually where you should be spending your time. Also, your time demands. I mean, it is really, really hard for an inspection company owner, the inspector, to perform all those tasks and do them really well. It's, it's really hard. That could be like a 24-hour day, seven days a week. It's, the time demands are, are, are pretty tough. And maybe you could do it. Um, but it, it's, it, it could lead to some burnout. But, so there's time demands. And the end-to-end -end experience on every one of your inspections to make sure the end-to-end -end experience is great, wow, that's a tough one to do and not drop the ball somewhere as hard as you might try, right? And then there's the risk, right? So if it's done ineffectively, if you do drop the ball, if you try as you try it, you can't provide everything, you can't do it all yourself, now it actually can hurt you, can hurt the referrals to your business and, and all that begins to have an effect on your business growth. And none of us wanna see any of that happen, right? Also, it's like, well, while you're inspecting, calls came in, opportunity calls that you couldn't get to. They didn't leave a voicemail message. Or if they did, you call them back, they've already booked with someone else, right? We all hate that. Never want to have that happen to you, right? You hate it. You hate it when it happens to you. And then, like I said, you return some voice messages, emails too late, and the client's already booked with someone else. Then there's the factor of other services, like the add-on and series services that are so important for two reasons. One, your revenue, that can increasing your revenue per inspection, but also better serving your client to give them a better experience on a full total inspection and that have some ancillary services that they can provide value to them. Pest inspection, radon gas, testing, sewer scoping, you know what I'm talking about. We want to keep that client satisfaction high. We don't want it to be lowered. And then there's the accurate information. If you're trying to do, especially the booking and order processing while you're in the field, you won't have access to a lot of accurate information, which could lead to inaccurate pricing information. Also set you up for surprises once you get to the property and there's things there that you weren't expecting, but they're expecting you to, to inspect it. 
So there's a whole, you know, what I've learned through the years, what we've learned through the years, is a whole host of reasons why it's not optimal for the inspector to try to take on the office management task of that life cycle. So if it's not you, well, th then who? Th then who should be doing these things? Let's go through some options, right? Let's go through some options that you have. First one is spouse. Seen this happen a lot of times through the years, a lot of times successfully, and sometimes not so much, but it's a viable option because it does solve the challenge of the inspector themselves having to juggle all the duties by teaming with their, their spouse, right? Two heads better than one, two people, two amounts of time better than one, right? But it can, there, there can be costs here. Um, one cost is I've seen cases where inspector's uh, spouse had a very decent, actually even high paying job that they, they left to become part of the inspection company. That's a lot of uh, salary left on the table from this other job, right? Um, and career opportunities where that spouse could have been earning more through the years. And that job they had was providing health benefits. We all know how expensive those things are. So these are all things or factors in mind about, okay, should I team with my spouse for my inspection company? The answer still should be yes. These are not meant to say it's no. It's just to say, okay, these are some things to think about, all right? Um, the job that that spouse gave up or could be doing somewhere else, that's real money that's lost. Sometimes I've talked to inspectors and they said, oh, my, my spouse quit their job to, to work for me. I get free help. <laughs> and I say, I don't think it's free. They were earning how much of that past job that is now not coming in. So you're really not getting free help. But hopefully, teaming together, you guys can, can grow your business. So I wasn't really wanting to rain on, rain on the parade. But it's just, these are just things to consider. It's also important for any partners, husband and wives, to be aligned philosophically on the vision, be in, and be in vision and on the same vision for where the business is headed. Otherwise, there could be relationship issues because these are, aren't two independent people. These are now people that are involved in a relationship, most likely living together. So it, you know, that's an impact, right? You know, um, for example, some of you that I've met through the years at inspection conferences when we were live, right? Uh, had met my wonderful wife, right? Um, she, she'll come to some inspection conferences to help out. And she loves meeting, talking to you all. She loves helping work the booth. She's not involved in operations day to day here. And it's been that way for 20 years. The reason why is because we would not work well together. I love her to death. In fact, tomorrow's our, 20, tomorrow's our 28th wedding anniversary. I love her to death. But you know what? We would not work well together. We're not the right personality. So this is something, if I was an inspector and I said, hey, you want to help me out? I'd have to seriously think about this one. Because also sometimes it could be difficult to be the boss, right? So who is the boss, right? <laughs> I know who my boss is, but sometimes difficult to figure out. I mean, all joking aside, right? Who's the boss? Who calls the shots? Now, hopefully, there's. And I've seen a ton of inspection companies where the husband and wife come together and they make a great team. But like I said, I've seen somewhere that it, it didn't work out, didn't work out that well. Just something to think about. You also have to be thinking about the family at large, right? Um, if kids are still at certain ages, then then there's, there's obviously kid activities, kid care, household tasks to be handled, all, all that kind of stuff. That's just things that have to be worked out. There's things on the list to check off if this is an alternative, an option that you wanna pursue um, to make sure that you have 
some elements in place to have good office management. Another one is obviously, let's go find somebody and hire them, right? Let's go hire some admin support. Well, that does solve the challenge, obviously, of an inspector juggling everything, right? Things that are above his and her pay grade can now be handled by this admin support person. Um, it's clearly more cost effective than the inspector, typically averaging, I don't know, 10, 12, 15, $16 an hour versus the $100 plus that the, the inspector runs. So that's good there. Um, there is a challenge, though, of, of finding the person, training them, um, uh, making sure they're, they're competent, reliable, and consistent, and, and keeping them, that they're organized and detail-oriented, that they can be good at sales as well as service, and they're it, all the, it can be challenging. Those people are out there. Uh, uh, they're hard to find, uh, but it's, it, it's a challenge to find them. And, and then, when, then when you do, um, if you do find someone like that, then there's also the challenge of inevitably they're going to need time off. Sometimes it's sudden with an illness. Other times it's, they, they, you know, they need some time off, right? Or visit family. So now the phones come back to you and, and you're rusty and you now know why you hired them, right? So that creates a bit of a fire drill in those days, right? Um, the biggest thing though is, is, is the risk of turnover. Um, we all wish that the people we hired would stay with us forever. The good people we hire stay with us forever, right? But life happens, other job opportunities come along, and we as business owners can only pay and do so much, right? Fortunately here at ACC, we're able to pay people above average for our classification of work. We provide health benefits, dental benefits, vision benefits, life insurance, um, uh, um, uh, short-term disability, long-term disability, a matching 401k plan, vacation time. We do all this, why? Because we want these folks to stay and they do. Because turnover is a challenge, right? So that's something, if you wanna go the administrative support route, be thinking of turnover. That's unfortunately, most times it will happen. That's a challenge with admin support. Now a third option out there, and this is by far the most popular and growing option. And the way that I can say that is because this is the field that we are in. So I see the numbers over the 20 years of where inspectors choose this option and is by far the most popular and growing option these days, right? Has been for a while. It's more cost, here's the reasons why. It's more cost effective at an average of two to $5 per hour versus 12 to 16 for an assistant versus maybe the 15 to $20 per hour lost if a spouse gives up their job and most definitely better than the 100 plus for the inspector. So because of this, it does offer the best return on investment of any option, right? Now you're gonna have to be willing to let go a little bit uh, to someone who isn't actually like your employee or someone <laughs> you live with, right? So you have to be willing to let go a little bit, but there are those rewards there. More rewards in examples, a good full service provider, like a, a good full service inspection call center, they're gonna offer more coverage time per day, per week, per month than any, than any assistant could provide. So you're gonna get some extra bang for your buck in that two to $5 per hour because they're gonna be available at more times. Plus they're always gonna be there, right? They're, if they're sick, there's other people behind them, right? There's teams, right? So you don't, you don't have to worry about it. It's not on your mind and your shoulders anymore. It's on their shoulders to make sure that you're, you're staffed, right? If you pick the right full service partner, they will be specialized and trained to be inspection knowledgeable and inspection process knowledgeable. So they can take good care of your real estate agents and home buyers and know what they're talking about, right? 
and also with the right inspection call center partner, they will offer more services that cover all these office management tasks we're talking about, not just a small slice of them, but the whole thing, and then do their part to provide this end-to-end -end customer service, client experience, agent experience that they all demand these days. Okay, so these are your options. Spouse, administrative support, or a full service provider. If you do, if you are interested in a full service provider, my one caution to you, because this is my field, has been for 20 years, be very careful. All inspection call centers may be called inspection call centers, but they are all very different. That's why I have this last bullet on here. So the best thing, my advice to you, interview them. Know what you want, interview them, and then ask them for people you can talk to that they've served for a long time to back up what they told you. So, okay, so now, so as we, get, as we begin wrapping up here, you know, let's think differently. You know, let's, let's, let's think differently on how you use your valuable time, where your time is best spent as the owner and the inspector, acknowledging that the end-to-end -end customer experience and the boost it can provide your business if done well is enormous. And how, and also how the office management tasks of the inspection process lifecycle are so important to a great customer experience that can further grow your business and boost your referrals like well into high gear, right? So we've discussed the importance of maximizing your time as a home inspector. We've, that there are tasks and areas of the business where your time is, is well spent and your hours maximized. And there are areas where your time is not well spent, mostly office management tasks that can be completed by, by someone else, someone else or an outside solution at a lower hour per rate, hourly rate. And, and that all those tasks are a part of how to manage the inspection process life cycle for your business, the whole end to end, right? And so we got into some details of the office management duties and the huge upsides associated with getting it right, dialing it in, right? Then we touched upon the importance of finding a way to balance between your very important tasks that you are skilled and geared for versus office management tasks that others are skilled and geared for. And we offered some options on how to approach the management of all those tasks contained within the inspection process lifecycle. That's the part we just finished, right? But what I really want to drive home here as we wrap up is that there's really a big difference between simply managing the inspection process lifecycle versus creating a customer experience at every touch point that is truly exceptional. Because focusing on providing exceptional end-to-end -end customer service is arguably your best opportunity for building a successful long-term brand a brand, your company is a brand that stands out from the competition. Those business owners focused on exceptional customer service are the ones providing, they're the ones providing their customers with an experience that surpasses their expectations. And if you can achieve and maintain that, you're well ahead of the game. You're well ahead of the game because while most business owners think they're providing great customer service, the reality is Far too many are simply not. And this is largely because while we see countless examples of great customer service happening in many stages of the inspection life price process lifecycle, there are still some areas where a poor experience can occur. And remember way, way back, we showed some stats from market research that showed clients and agents are becoming increasingly intolerant of even one fumble. They won't even let us fumble the ball once, right? 
my high school football coach at least gave me one fumble. After that, I was benched. Agents and clients will not allow that anymore. And a poor experience is something that too many consumers continue to complain about. You know, in fact, here's some little research for you. $62 billion a year is lost in the US by businesses due to bad customer experiences. This is across a ton of different industries, but a ton of money is lost by businesses that drop the ball, right? And remember, expectations by customers these days are high. And one might, might say they're, you know, they're really almost downright unreasonable at times. But still, business owners that choose not to make the shift towards creating an exceptional end-to-end -end customer service experience do so at their own peril, like $62 billion worth. So just think about it. After just one negative experience, 51% of customers will never do business with that company again. Wow, over half, call it half. If they have one negative experience, they're gone, right? Where's loyalty these days? Gone. Your loyalty is built by creating a system that delivers great end-to-end -end customer experience consistently and reliably. That's what we've been talking about here today. And Americans, here's another thing, Americans tell an average of 15 people about poor service experience versus the 11 people they'll tell about a good experience. I've heard this in different versions through all my life. People are more, they more, um, they're more likely to recall a bad experience than a good experience. Do you believe that? So, but people, that's why people are wired. We're all wired just kind of this way, right? When people get together, they usually find something to complain about rather than something to say something good about. Why are we that way? I, I don't know. But this research points it out. 15 people, the average of 15 people, they'll tell 15 people about a poor experience with your company, but they'll still tell 11 people about a good experience. So obviously, minimize any lapses or fumbling of the ball in that end-to-end -end customer experience and maximize that great experience. You won't have to worry about the 15 because you'll be getting the 11. But like most things, you know, there's vigilance here and this vigilance comes at the cost. Um, one, uh, I, and one thing I think you'll see is worth the investment is specifically if you can accept that there's no way that you as a business owner can, can, can be an expert at everything required to run a thriving home inspection company, that every step of the inspection process life cycle is within your hands and in your bag, that you can't, for example, simultaneously perform a thorough home inspection, while at the same time, take all the incoming calls, leads, text messages, answering customer questions, trying to schedule home inspection, properly upselling ancillary service, et cetera, et cetera, and do it all in a manner that exceeds clients' expectations. Then you can accept that you need a certain level of assistance that can help provide exceptional service at every touch point for you and your customers. And you know, this applies to inspection companies at every stage of the business life cycle, whether you're just starting out, whether you are a, a sole proprietor whose schedule's filling up and you're looking to grow more, or whether you have inspectors working for you. It applies everywhere support solutions, but you can build an exceptional customer support experience, no matter the size of your business or the tightness of your budget or purse strings, really. It all depends on finding the right support solutions and ensuring that you place amazing customer service at the forefront of every customer touch point. So let me reinforce this diligence and to make this shift and why it's so important with the following points. 
first, we've already talked about the cost of not making this shift to being more customer-centric thinking. Your business will lose revenue. You miss out on opportunity to grow your business. You'll spend time, way too much time working in your business rather than on your business. And you'll experience damage to your reputation and your brand. But let me reinforce the upsides of making this shift. Seven out of 10 US consumers say they've spent more money to do business with a company that delivers great service. Bingo. That's, that's, that's a shift right there. Justification for a shift. It's proven time and again. US consumers, here's another research. US consumers are willing to spend 17% more to do business with companies that deliver excellent service. Wow, okay? There's more money in your pocket. You can raise your prices just by delivering better service than the other guys. The additional major upside in making this shift is in brand reputation. In other words, the reputation of your company, how people, how your agents and clients feel about your company. As many of you know firsthand, word of mouth marketing remains the most effective marketing tool for businesses today. In fact, according to one study, 92% of customers will believe in the recommendations of peers more than anything. We are in a feedback review referral society, of course. We're becoming more and more conditioned to rely on the review and feedback of friends and even complete strangers about the good and bad of a product, a service, a brand. So if people are sharing more information online about their experiences with products, services, and brands, then you want to do whatever you can to be on the side of getting a positive review. Because in today's hyper-connected world, a single recommendation can have a tremendous impact on your, on your business, a positive impact, or it can have a negative one. So if you really begin to recognize where your time as an inspector and a business owner is best spent and where it is not, where it's best spent, where it's maximized and where it's not, if you truly think about each single customer connection, every customer touch point, how they experience each step of the inspection process lifecycle, including the all important office management tasks, and you employ the right support solutions at the right time for each of your business's four life cycle phases, how they experience each step of your process and life cycle, each and every one of those, then you are gonna make a path. You are gonna now have delighted customers. You are gonna have agents and clients who will be coming back and referring you strongly. It will make your business grow faster than ever. All with a singular focus on providing exceptional customer service at every connection, at every opportunity. Then you'll have created a successful, admired, enduring brand, you know, providing you tremendous revenue, financial freedom, and more time to spend doing things you want and enjoy. An inspection business that is thriving, a brand instead of just a business, a brand instead of just a business. All because you embrace a superior end-to-end -end customer experience realizing the powerful role effective and potent office management plays in making that happen consistently by putting in place the best support solution to meet your needs. You know, let me finish up just by saying this. I really hope you found some value in today's class. And it is my wish for each of you that you experience the business growth, the success, and the quality of life you deserve. You are all business owners, you work very hard, you take the risk, you're entrepreneurs, 
you're the backbone of the US economy, you love what you do, you love to help people. I wish for you success, growth, and the quality of life you deserve. Hopefully today, something we've covered, some points we talked about will help you along that path wherever you are in your success and growth to even greater heights. I wish that for you. I thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Um, if there are any questions or we have any time left over, we might be able to handle some of those. If not, you can always email them directly to me, Paul, P-A-U-L, at americascallcenter.com. So Paul at americascallcenter.com. Again, thank you all a ton for your time today. I tr truly appreciate it. Anything I can do for you, just reach out and let me know. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. We have about um, five, six minutes to go over some questions. I have a couple here and I have put uh, his email in the chat section for everyone uh, to see. And here is his phone number on the screen. Uh, one of the questions is, is, Paul, what is your thoughts on seeking reviews from customers and how to best get them? My response rate is about 10%. Okay, reviews. That's a really good question. Now, remember we talked about partners and systems and things. Um, there are services that serve the inspection industry that can help you with your reviews, right? So um, there's, a, there's a service called BLIP, B-L-I-P-P, -P, I believe. Um, Sheenan Thompson runs it. He's an inspector like you, but he also started this, the, the, this company and I've heard really good reviews about it. There are some other service providers out there. I can't remember their names, but they specialize in helping drive reviews for you so you don't have to do that work yourself. So that is one way I would urge you and you'll get your reviews will be way more than 10%. You'll get a much higher success rate than 10% of reviews on your inspections. Thank you. Um, next one, do you work with residential home inspectors? Do you work with other types of inspectors? Uh, we, work with, um, we work with residential home inspectors. Uh, um, we also work with commercial home inspectors. We only work with inspectors period. Uh, at ACC, we don't, we don't do things for other industries. We own, for 22 years now, we've served just home inspection company owners like you all. That's it, that's all we do. We are so deep into this. That's all we do. We're so laser focused on it. We don't do this for other professions. So we are very, very specific on who we serve. Home inspection companies only. Okay, next one. This one is a little um, long. And if you have to elaborate more, maybe you can just ask them to email you. Um, what if the average price, um, this one came when uh, you were doing the pricing exercise. Okay. What if the average price is 400 and it takes three hours for the inspection plus two hours for the report, that's five hours. 400 divided by five, it's 80 per hour. How do you get the 125, 175 average? So here's how I get that. So, so if you take, so again, remember, there's a range 125 to 175 because um, especially when it comes to the report. So, so we're taking the time for the inspection and the time for the report. So let's say you, know, you and an inspector on that average size home, it both takes you three hours to do the inspection. But his report takes an hour, yours takes two hours. That's neither good, neither bad. I mean, that, that's, 
it's, I, I'm not I'm not on either side of the fence on that one. I know love some inspectors, you know, like to reduce the time during the report. But I know some inspectors like to put a lot of time in the report because they consider it. I mean, that's their heart and soul they put into it. So I'm not on either side of the fence, short or long, but that's how it goes. So if you take the four hundred dollars, or first of all, if you take an inspector who says, well, my average inspections, you know, really for my average homes is really you know more like you know two and a half hours, and then it takes me an hour for the report. Well, then he's at three and a half hours for a $400 inspection. The gentleman or the woman who asked the question, uh, they're at three hours for their average inspection and two hours for the report. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Absolutely wrong with, wrong with that at all. But that's how I come up with it. Is That's why there's a range of 125 to 175 because <clears throat> every inspector has how long their average inspection takes, some a little shorter, a little longer, and every inspector has their process for the report some drive it down, try to make it as short as, you know, short of time as possible. Others spend more time on the report. That's why there's a range in those numbers. And if you came out below 125, nothing wrong with that at all. The number that Ken, you just reported there, that's still a big number. Still, that's still a big number. Most people you know are probably not making that kind of money. I would encourage you though, to take a look at your price. We're going into the winter time here. I would encourage you to look at your price lists and your services and really start doing some research of your competitors and where you want to be positioned from versus them and see where you can't slice and dice some size ranges, look at the type of inspections you're doing, how you're pricing them, compare it to your competitors and adjust your pricing. And you could still be doing an average three hour inspection, a two hour report and your $80 be coming up to $100 because you've added extra revenue components that in the most part, your real estate agents and your home buyers probably, probably won't even notice. I hope that helps. And I think we have time for just one more. Um, sure. Jason said, how do people um, market during COVID? Ah, you know, um, ACC, we have a, a YouTube channel. Um, search it on YouTube. I interviewed a ton of inspection company owners and others within the industry earlier this year through all this COVID since I couldn't go anywhere anyway. I did a bunch of video interviews with some really great marketing minds in this industry. And we, we touched on a lot of things, including that. So go to that YouTube channel, you, you'll crack a beer, enjoy it, watch it. They're, they're funny, they're, they're only about, you know, I tried to keep them to 30 to 40 minutes so they're not too long, uh, but we really hit on that, but it's basically, you can't get with them face to face. <clears throat> so one thing you got to do is reach out to them, right? One of the things we did here for our, and we continue to do for our customers here at ACC is since a lot of our customers can't go visit their agents like they used to, is we're calling them. We're just calling to say hello. We're calling to see how they're doing. We're calling to share some knowledge with them. We're calling to, um, uh, with, a, with, a, with a specials that might be coming up. We're calling them with new services the inspector is now offering. So we're making outbound calls to their agents that are their top agents to keep in touch. The inspector is also, of course, hitting his social media, making sure as many of those agents as possible. He's friending them on Facebook. He's keeping value added information in front of them, right? Things that can help them do their job, especially educating the real estate agent on how he's doing his inspection in COVID times so the agent can assure their client, this is why I use this company because look at, they have your health and safety first. So those are, those are things to do uh, to, to keep in touch with your agents during these COVID times. It's probably the best time to market to your agents because a lot of inspection companies are not doing anything because they think, well, I can't, I can't do anything. Oh my God, there's a ton of things to do, but it's all being done digitally or over the phone.